Todd. I'm Christy. I'm Karen. And welcome to the, the Modern, Modern Principle Podcast. Yes. Podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what it is. We are both on spring break. Yes. We're coming to you live from our new studio. Yes. And um, my spring break was maybe a twinge longer than Quite Christy's. a bit longer. Like due to a calendar change this year in our state and some, yes. some, some snow days and some just different things. I only have a two-day spring break, and I'm feeling it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny what we both um, notice about ourselves when we go on break from work. I just, like, opt out of life. That's true. She showed me your phone, and how many notifications do you have? I have, like, 47 text messages Because to it was her birthday to. yesterday, but she hasn't responded. <laughs> I just, it, gets, it stresses me out, and then I just kind of drop out. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what Christy does. But then from... <laughs> But then I have to harass her if she tries to drop out of my life by sending her texts that say, hey, are you mad at me? Are you mad? Are, everything okay? Are but like, you- did you get my first text? Like, how are you feeling about me right now? Are you feeling <laughs> fine? How's it feeling? Me, I've noticed you, I mean, I have not posted anything for the Modern Principle. I've had no, she s- says she doesn't have time. <laughs> I have so much time, I don't have time. I was actually talking to another principal yesterday, and she was like, I could really stay busy not working. And yeah. I feel like I could, too. Yeah, but you also couldn't survive. No, I need it. Because I find I'm much more productive when I'm entirely overly worked. Yes, when like, you... It's just easier to stay... Yeah, it's just easy to stay productive for 14 hours. <laughs> rather than, like, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, be like, should I get my laptop? Nah. Seems like too much work. Yeah. Anyways, that's all we have going on. Yeah. We spoke at... Um, our principal program where we got our certification and our yep. degree this week and they had actually sent us some scenarios and some things that they wanted to talk about and so we thought we would weave that in here um weave it in yeah about crisis communication Ooh, that was yes. one of their questions yes it started with so what have you learned about um communicating in a crisis i guess or mm-hmm. managing a crisis in the era of COVID. Yes. And I think that we've both learned a lot that we will take into future crises. And so I I feel like I got a kind of gut punch really early in COVID um, because I had, you know, all the information's coming out, right? And the district is giving information like, we're not coming back to school yeah, or are we coming so back to fast. school? We're all wondering. And principals didn't necessarily get information prior to everyone else at that time. Um, I felt like more than ever during early, early COVID back in March 2020 was like everyone was just getting information at the, at the same, same time. time. Yep. And, and I understand that. However, because we didn't have any information, I didn't really have any information to give. Right. Um, and so I had a staff member actually reach out to me and said, Christy, we need information from you. We need you to to lead us and mm-hmm. to let us know what's going on. And I remember just being like, I don't have any information. Like, like what am I supposed to be sharing? A blank email back? And I, like, yeah, and I felt, I know. yeah, and I felt, you know, obviously you get on the defense. But at the same time, I it was a really good learning opportunity because I needed to be communicating even if I didn't actually have anything to, to communicate. And so that was where Karen and I kind of talked mm-hmm. that you almost have to have even if no, there's no news, you need to be communicating that there's no news when right. there's a crisis. Right. I remember I would host um, like once a month just like a Google Meet, like Q&A, what questions you have. I don't have information to give, but what what are you really worried about? What stresses you out right now? 
and it was really well attended. I probably had like 25, 30 people that would join each month just to be like, have you thought about this? Have they thought about this in the district? Blah, blah, blah. And so it was just, it, I think it felt freeing for people to like voice their anxieties and put them on someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I had my staff, um, they had actually gotten together kind of on the side and they had created a Google doc of like all of their questions Mm -hmm. that they had. And so they submitted that to me before a staff meeting. And then that way I could address anything that I did know. And I could also take anything I didn't know to my supervisor to hopefully get information for them. Yeah. And I think the other, like, it doesn't really have to do with communication, but it does have to do with crisis management that we've really learned focuses on staff. Um, yes. And kind of to that podcast we already recorded, um, talking about the culture that you create and focusing on them is really vital, especially in a time of crisis. So, you know, as many face-to-face check-ins as you can have, as many small group meetings where people feel more comfortable voicing questions, concerns, um, those kind of things are really important. Um, I've tried to beef up the number of surveys I've done um, this year. Mm-hmm. I kind of dropped that off second semester, so I think I should probably get that back <laughs> up um, going. But I was doing pretty good at weekly of, like, what do you need? Even as simple as, like, what resources are you buying out of your own money this year? Because it was such a different year. Mm-hmm. And That's I, a good one. Yeah. I mean, I did it once, so. <laughs> I don't know what else. Well, you know, we... It's important to remember, too, that you can't be perfect at everything all the time. Like, you ebb and flow, and so sometimes, like, you do really well. You do really well with the surveys and in some Uh times, and you do great with the feedback and using it, and then sometimes you... You're focusing on other things. So yeah. That's okay. I mean, in our last pod, we talked a lot about different ways to appreciate and celebrate staff. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really important in times of crisis to look at, um, and I'm not talking about an immediate crisis, but more like what we're doing in the pandemic is really to think about what do they need from you. And so, you know, the thing that staff almost always say they need? Time. Time. <laughs> and so that sounds really easy, but can be a little vague um, and hard to do when you also have your own agendas. So I think sometimes as a leader, you really have to decide, can my goals as a principal um, for our building and for our staff take a break to give them time to catch their breath? Yes. And I think it's really important that you have someone on your team that is not in your leadership team that you check in on. And so like, hey, how are you feeling you know, you just yes. want, you want to check in on teachers. You don't want to ask your instructional coach or your counselor, um, you know, like your office team. You really want to touch base with teachers and just say, like, do you feel like you have enough time right now? Do you feel like I'm that you are working on what you need to work on? What? And do they always say no? Yeah, they always say no. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy looked at me with this look, and I was like, oh, no, what did I say? <laughs> but, yeah, they always say no. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing that we think about, too, with crisis communication, I was actually looking at, um, if those of you who don't know, like, there's an entire um, organization, the National School Public Relations Association, um, and, like, literally their whole job is to help schools um, communicate, and part of that is through crisis, and one thing that they recommended was really having a pre-made checklist for any type Mm. of crisis, and... So I think that you can think of crisis in a lot of different ways. There are some that are ongoing, like obviously in the, the pandemic is one that's ongoing. Yeah. There are also smaller, more immediate crises that right. happen and then they're they're over really quickly. And right. then I think there are others that are more of that interim. Like they might 
happen one day and the they reverberate for about a week or so mm-hmm. and I don't know if reverberate was the right word but <laughs> but you like, know what hey, I'm saying <laughs> but you feel those effects for a week or two yes um and so taking that idea from that organization of the pre-made checklist thinking about what do you want the steps to be in your building when mm-hmm. there is a crisis because if you can predict it you can prevent it right Ooh. and so we know that there will be crises. Right. And so how can we prevent additional fallout when the crisis does happen? So how do you want to be reached as a principal? Uh-huh. How are you informing staff how you want to be reached? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, are you thinking now a little bit more on the day-to-day yeah, moments? Yeah. yeah. And as a principal, you're going to wear a thousand hats, but the one that you can't choose when you wear it is the one that, like, your firefighter hat. So there's going to be... Was <laughs> oh, that a good little analogy? There's going to be a thousand fires um, at any different point. And the interesting thing is everybody is going to view what's happening to them as an emergency at a different level. So what's an emergency to one staff member will not be an emergency no. to another and may not even be close to an emergency to you. So I think defining, and this will take a lot of time because every scenario is different, yep. um, really spend time defining what constitutes pulling you out of a classroom, what constitutes um, calling you immediately on your cell phone. There, it's rare now. I'm in year seven, and it's rare that someone will say, Hi, I'll come here now. Like, if someone says that, I'm pretty sure... There's a real emergency. Yes, like someone's on our playground, or yes. sometimes it's a dog um, that someone, <laughs> a staff member brought up, and they want me to see it, but <laughs> either way, it's great. Um, yeah, so that's important, and thinking about... We also, both of our teams, um, work really hard to have a system in place um, for student behaviors and mm-hmm. student crises, and that's something, if you have not gone through that process with your team or with even yourself to define how you respond to behaviors in your building um, that can't be managed in the classroom, that's really something you should do. Yeah, I think we both had that situation when we first started in our buildings that you would be called for a, a student behavior situation that appeared to be a, an emergency. And then maybe to us, it mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily. And so now we've maybe left a meeting or left a parent or left, you know, something that right. was we felt was important. And not that a student behavior wasn't important, but it maybe wasn't urgent. Like it could have waited an hour. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think it's really important to define. And I think we we should probably tackle behaviors and all those things mm-hmm. in many a, many a pod. Um, yeah, I think it would take several pods or maybe even a course. Ooh, uh, <laughs> you guys want us to do one? <laughs> Um, but we have like we both have level systems in our building. Yes, um, and so we that, and we've worked with staff too to define like what's a minor behavior, what's a yes. major behavior, those kind of it's things. It's not like it's just our interpretation. We've worked with groups of staff. So. Yes, and who's going to respond to those different levels of behavior? And that's all something um, that we can dive into. So holler if that's something that interests you, and we can dive into it sooner yes. rather than later. Um, the other thing that we think is really important in terms of crisis communication, whether it's a, a daily crisis or more of a long term, is really making sure that you're training that front office staff. Mm. Um, your secretary is essential in protecting you and your time. Also, very essential in protecting the image and mm-hmm. the um, the information that's going out. Um, we want to make sure that it's really consistent because that's the person who's answering the phone. Right, right. I mean, you could even suggest to your secretary if you're not there just to say like, oh, Miss Hiles in a classroom right now. Like, what a good message to send to your community that you're out and about in the classrooms and that's where you're at. 
Um, my secretary and I have worked out a lot of systems with like my color coding on my calendar mm-hmm. and when she can pull me out and when she shouldn't and those kind of things and how to protect my time. She'll even, you know, if someone radios me on the walkie and I'm on the phone, she'll even say she's on the phone. Um, call back in five minutes. So like, it's just that relationship really matters. That's really good. Um, the other thing that, you know, I think what I just kind of like stopped. I didn't, <laughs> I had an idea and then it stopped. Because we also did not start a timer on this. We're kind of out of oh, practice. We, we haven't recorded oh. in like a week. So who knows? This could be anywhere between 11 minutes and 50. Or like two. Who knows? I think it's best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The last thing I'll say, um, so Christy and I are both pretty organized people, but it's really easy to become unorganized in this job. Oh, so, yeah. There's just so much. There's so much. So this is where you really do, um, before school starts um, and, and at different checkpoints, put your manager brain on and make sure you have systems in place for those managerial tasks because those will become crises if they're not yes. scheduled appropriately. Yes. And we've all been there. Yeah. So I'm thinking about your payroll, your budget, like all of those things that central office is going to call you because those are hard deadlines if you don't have them done. Your evaluations, like those are not movable deadlines. And so figuring out how to organize your calendar and to coordinate with other things um, and other adults in your building to help out when you really need it. That's a really good point. Don't create crises that don't need to be. Yes, yes. And it's okay. Like, there are times that you just have to prioritize your managerial tasks. And you'll feel better about that if you know that you're not scrambling to complete Yeah, you them. can't be a good leader if you're not a good manager. Right. Exactly. you have to have those things done. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up this time. We mm. forgot to really... Cue it up that we did scholar systems in Seoul this time, but we did. We did. Christy was scholar. We were both the Seoul. You're going to have to go back and you're going to have to label that for yourself. Label it. (laughs) Do the work yourself, people. We can't do everything. Okay, so we were going to end it and we got a great idea from um, one of our principal professors. Yeah, our former professors. And he used to start every um, classroom with, like, a slideshow with music. And so, of and, course, his suggestion. And quotes. And quotes. Was to leave some inspiration at the yes. end. So I texted Christy today. <laughs> as she's ignoring texts from everybody else. I texted her. Um, hey, so I have this great idea. And I gave the name for it. And she wrote back, I love that 95 exclamation points. And then she just brought it up. And she's like, I have no recollection this happened. None. I don't know that it was, like, a, a six exclamation point idea. Maybe, like, a two. I don't think it was any. I can tell. I can tell from your text that she's like, I am trying to put my phone away. Yeah! <laughs> That's what I felt. But essentially, we're going to end with a little bit of inspiration, whether it's a story or a quote, and um, it'll be from the desk of the modern principal. Bum-ba-da-dum! Maybe some points to ponder. So, That's the part I wrote, points to ponder, which is and good. she didn't Principal like it. Principal points to ponder. I do like it. I love alliteration. I know. That's so why much. I tried. I don't like so alliteration. Much. From the desk of the modern principal, we have a quote for you today. Mm-hmm. And so this is from George Bernard Shaw, who says, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. Woo! So the we both, illusion that, that it has is. taken place. So we both saw that and both went, oh. Yep. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've had a staff member not know what I said after I've said it? And I have left that meeting being like, man, I nailed that one. I was so clear. Five people interpreted my message five different ways. So So it will happen. So the call to action this week is to think about areas that you actually think you're doing a really good job in terms of communication, Uh no matter what your role is, whether you're a teacher, a coach, um, an administrator. Think about where you feel like you're really clear 
and then actually amp it up a notch because yep. likely you're not. And maybe check in. Ask, yep. send a survey, ask, like, what if you're, if you're a teacher, you might think, oh my gosh, I'm really, I do well with parent communication. They're, they, they're very clear on what my expectations are. They're clear on due dates and different yeah. things. Maybe send a survey and make sure. So it's not just your assumption. Yes. So this week, make sure that you are not falling into the illusion that your communication has taken place. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining Snap. us this week. Woo! Sorry, we were a little out of our groove. Spring we'll get break better. Rains. We'll get better. Spring we'll be break. back. We need to be working 16 hours a day. Yeah. Otherwise, our pod is going to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye. Bye.